When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 24. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mama five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode can be found at 41more.com forward slash 24. This episode is brought to you by my free online workshop, 10 Truths to Crush Homeschool Burnout. We'll discuss practical solutions and talk about the truths that we need to tell ourselves when we're facing discouragement and burnout in this homeschool journey, because it happens to all of us at one time or another. So come be encouraged. You can find that free workshop at 41more.com forward slash burnout. Today's episode is going to focus on a question I got from a reader. Ginny sent me this question. I'll first tell you the gist of it, and then I'll read you her little portion of her email. She said, how much is too much when it comes to extracurricular activities? And I think a lot of us are dealing with this question with our kids, right? We homeschool, so we're concerned with socialization. We're concerned with how much exposure they get and and chances to try different things, but how much is too much? Here's what Ginny said to me in an email. She said, I'm the product of our public school system and I taught high school for over 15 years. So it's possible I'm blowing this all out of proportion. If you've already done this, I'm sorry, but my daughter is six and she was invited to be part of the pre-professional program at her dance studio. I would love to hear your opinion on whether it's better to expose your child to lots of different activities or whether it's better to let them focus on their passion and master it. Also, how much is too much when it comes to extracurricular activities? I feel like sometimes I overcompensate putting her in activities so she gets to hang out with kids her age. Love listening to your podcast. Ginny, this is a great question, and you really are not the only one asking it. And that's what I want you to know, right? So raise your hand if you're thinking of this. Okay, we're all raising our hand with Ginny because we have kids. We can sometimes feel this guilt, this mom guilt of, well... I've got it, you know, we're homeschooling, so they're not in, you know, with their their friends all the time. So I've got to put them in 20 different activities in all the crevices of our day so that, you know, they don't miss out. So I'm going to mention maybe four or five points today to help us all think through this issue. Okay, the first point I want you all to think about, Ginny and everyone else. Okay, number one, what is your why and what are your motives? Okay, why are you homeschooling? But also, why are you asking this question? Are you feeling a little bit of FOMO, the fear of missing out? Do you think, is your motivation for putting her in these all these extracurricular activities, is it because you don't want her to miss out and there's a nagging fear that's behind these decisions? Okay, I fall into this trap too. Like if I don't put my kids, everyone feels like if they don't get to try 
every sport and every musical instrument and then gymnastics and then this and that and art camp and blah, blah, blah. If they don't try it all, you know, somehow they're going to miss their calling in life because they didn't get to do this little class when they were five years old. Here's the thing. You're not going to ruin your kids. If they truly are good at something, it's going to come to the forefront. And maybe you're making the decision based on fear. Are you trying to keep up with the perceived expectations of what a good homeschool parent is? If that's your motivation, if you can honestly say, yeah, there's actually a bit of fear in there, then you're probably, it's probably not a good decision if it's based on fear. Okay. That doesn't mean that every time you put your kids in something, it's based on fear, but you know yourself. I know myself. If I really think honestly about stuff, sometimes they make decisions based on, I'm afraid I'm going to mess my kids up, or I'm not going to look like I'm a good homeschooling mom or whatever. So what's your motivation? What's it based on? Is there a bit of FOMO? All right, number two, I think it's really important to talk about mastery versus exposure. And Ginny did mention this. She said, is it better to, you know, for your kids to have lots of different activities or focus on their passion and master it? Now, this is my opinion, but I also probably think there there are studies to back this up. But I think mastery is better. Now, when it comes to homeschooling, um, this is different than extracurricular activity. So in homeschooling, your kids are never going to master everything, especially in kindergarten to eighth grade. So you do want exposure. That's in homeschooling, right? You want them to learn about all different science topics and history, and you know that you want them to read all different types of books. That's that's in homeschooling, okay? But when we're talking about extracurricular activities like gymnastics and doing five different sports and playing musical instruments and all of that. I really do think it's better for mastery. Doesn't mean that you can't try out a few things, but there are some people that every year they dump what their kids were doing last year and they start a new sport, a new musical instrument, a new hobby, and it's like crazy. Okay, I'll give you an example. I teach piano lessons um, and I can tell the difference between the students who are in it for mastery and whose parents have committed to it and they're like, we're doing this for several years and we're going to get good. I can tell the difference between that type of student and the student who who is in gymnastics, swim lessons, piano, you know, plus a couple other things and they don't put any time into it except when they come to their lesson and you know what it's they, they might as well not take lessons honestly because there is just no mastery it's just about the exposure and they're not getting good at anything they're just dabbling in a bunch of things think about the adults you know and the ones who are really talented in something it's probably because they mastered it as a kid it wasn't a, that you know this kid got tw- tried 20 different activities in elementary school, it's probably that they mastered one of them or two of them or, you know, whatever they can handle. But I really highly, highly believe in mastery versus just exposure in the extracurriculars. Okay. So in sports and music, whatever, I really think you need to hone in on what is your child enjoying? What do they maybe show a little talent toward and push through the hard times. Um, I'll mention this point kind of going along with mastery versus exposure. You do want to follow their passions. Okay. You don't want to be like, okay, you're going to do this sport even though you hate it. Okay. That's maybe not a great idea. So you follow their passions a little bit, but you know, things are always going to be hard and our kids naturally might want to quit and try something else because they're, they're looking for the easy way out. But if you, as the parent, 
have picked an activity, an extracurricular, and things get tough, it's your job as the parent, I think, to push them through and help them learn perseverance. I'll give an example. When I was young, I don't remember the exact age I was when I started taking piano lessons, but I I loved the idea of taking piano lessons. I knew other people that played and I probably begged my mom, you know, I want I want to take piano lessons. So I started taking maybe at age around age 6 and like anything, it's fun at first, but then it's, you know, it starts to get hard. You have to really put some work in to be able to push past these hard zones. And there were many days when I cried to my mother, can I just please stop? Like I wanted to quit taking piano lessons. And my mom being the wonderful mom that she is, she said, no, you you just keep going. And I pushed through it. And I've gone on to, you know, take lessons at the college level and be an accompanist in the fine arts department, in my university, and I've had some music published. And now I teach piano lessons on the side. I play in my church. Like I love playing the piano and it's been such a huge portion of my whole life. But if I would have just, if my mom would have listened to me when I kind of cried and wanted to quit way back when, you know, I probably maybe would have tried a few other things and dabbled in them. I would have gotten exposure and maybe several other instruments, but I wouldn't be good at anything now as an adult. So this is a, a, an illustration of I feel like push helping our kids learn that perseverance, even when our what we've chosen to do gets hard, this is when we see real results and real joy. And now I can really say, I love playing the piano. It's so joyful because I've pushed through the hard times and I've really uh, mastered it. And so I think that's a great life lesson things that you love, your passions, or even there's going to be hard times, but can you persevere? So that's why I feel like if you zone in on one or two extracurricular activities, you get those life lessons. Whereas if you're always switching, your kids never learn what it's like to push through even when things get hard. All right. And I'm going to mention maybe one other point that I thought of when Ginny asked this question. How much is too much when it comes to extracurricular activities? She mentioned her daughter is six. I mean, I, I I started piano when I was about six, and it doesn't mean you can't do anything when you're young, but there is a lot of research that's gone into free play and a lot of free time at young ages. I feel like our society tells us, you know, while they're making compulsory education, they're pushing for younger and younger years. They want your, you, they want kids in preschool and daycare, and they want them there like really early and really young. And that's not actually good for them. Our kids aren't made to be sitting in desks and doing these really structured activities at really young ages. Our kids, are their brains need a lot of free play. They need creativity and imagination and they need free time to just be a kid. So when your kids are age six and seven, it's okay to maybe pick one thing to do. But I think that the more free time and freedom we give them to grow up and to play and to just have fun like as a child, I think that's even more important. You know, when they get into their preteens and their teens, they might they might want to do a few more things because they can handle it. But I think the youngest kids, when we put too much on their plate, I think it actually overwhelms most of them. And so it comes back to my first question. Why are you doing it? Is it because you as the mom are feeling guilt and like a little bit of fear? Like I need to do these things for a successful childhood for my kids. Are your kids really asking for it? 
Um, how are they reacting to all the demands of uh, lots of extracurricular activities? I mean, I suppose some younger kids, I suppose some kids can handle it and maybe they're used to being busy and it doesn't phase them. I would suspect that a lot of younger kids, it might lead to um, behavior issues or not getting the right amount of sleep or just being too stressed out with all the demands. So I just think at this young age, sure, you know, let her try, let her try a thing or two, you know, one at a time. But I, I think mastery is the way to go. I think at young ages, a lot of free play is better than structure and lots of demands. And then just look at your motives. Are you doing it because you feel like you're missing out because you will not ruin your kids. And they've, they've still got her whole life to pursue passions and it's never too late. So you want to instill a love of learning, um, and that'll always shine through. So I hope that this has helped Ginny. I really love this question because you're not the only one thinking it and you're doing a great job because you love your daughter. Obviously you're going to make the right decisions for her. So don't, don't put too much mom guilt on yourself. You're doing a great job, but analyze a little bit of your why and your motives. And I would say zone in on, on one or two skills and then follow those through, help her learn some life lessons of perseverance along the way. All right. I would love to hear from you as well. Do you have a question for the podcast? You can always email me at abby at 41more.com. And once again, find show notes. I'll, I'll put some links in about this episode. You can find them at 41more.com forward slash 24. And then I would encourage you to join that free workshop, 10 Truths to Crush Homeschool Burnout. You can find that in the show notes as well, 41more.com forward slash 24. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.